Have you ever seen anything like that in your entire life? I mean, I know you have, but that's the thing about MMA. No matter how many times we see it, it still feels like the first time. Justin Gaethje just cemented his violent legacy with a capstone moment that means more than any gimmick belt ever could. The dude is cage fighting personified. We don't even really need an intro here. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A huge thank you to our biggest channel supporters and our Hall of Famers, and thank fuck for Justin Gaethje. Before we get into his awesomeness and break down the rest of the night, we got It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. make sure everyone is on the same page here about what it is that went down at UFC 291. As mentioned in the intro, Justin Gaethje head kick KO Dustin Poirier a minute into the second round to earn the BMF title one of two. Alex Pereira earned a split decision victory over Jan Blahovich. Derek Lewis scored a flying knee TKO stop in just 33 seconds against Marcus Hogerio de Lima. Bobby Green put Tony Ferguson to sleep with an arm triangle in the third round of their bout. And Kevin Holland kicked off the main card with a Darce choke victory over Michael Chiesa 239 into the first round. Here are the prelim results. Lots of stops and lots of action, as you can see there. Go check them out. They were pretty fun. All right, we're all on the same page. Perfect. Let's run the numbers on this thing for some more context. The third ever UFC card in SLC saw 11 bouts with four KO TKOs, five submissions, and two decisions for a total cage time of one hour, 33 minutes, 16 seconds. Favorites dominated the card. Nine would win. Only three dogs would come out on top. If you had Bobby Green getting a third round sub on Tony Ferguson, you should have bet because it was plus 4,000. That was the first head kick win and loss for our two main eventers, and that was both Justin Gaethje's 12th UFC bout and 12th performance bonus, earning him our Accurate Nickname is Accurate award. That was only the second decision in Poetan's very brief nine-fight MMA career. His 63% takedown defense against Jan was better than rival Israel Adesanya, who only stuffed 40% from Blahovich. That was Black Beast's first sub-one-minute victory since 2011 at Immortal Kombat Fighting. Shockingly, 33 seconds doesn't even crack the top five fastest in heavyweight history, but nobody else took their pants off afterwards, so there's that. The last time Bobby Green got a submission win was his UFC debut back in 2013, earning him our Time is a Flat Circle award. That was the second most efficient fight in Kevin Holland's career, only having to throw a total of 19 strikes before he secured that submission win. But the stats can only tell us so much, let's talk about what really happened at UFC 291. The BMF title was meant to be one of one, and then it became one of two, but let's be honest, this thing has run its course. Even with, in my opinion, an even better BMF matchup on paper this time, and a far more BMF conclusion, it truly felt secondary this time around. And I don't think we need to see it again unless something organic comes up in the future that makes sense to use it for. Truly, this fight did not need it, and I'd be curious how this event would have sold if it wasn't attached. My guess is the very same. Surely people aren't tuning in specifically for that silver strap. Gaethje and Poirier sell themselves. Enough about the hardware, though. Justin Gaethje is just the best thing, right? That finish was beyond incredible. It's not that it was completely outside the realm of possibility that he could land a head kick and put away the diamond, but that was definitely not what I had on my 291 bingo card. The dude clearly deserves another shot at the real gold now, but the problem is it's going to be a bit of a wait. Charlie Olives and Islam won't be fighting until October, and then so you would have to plan this thing for sometime in 2024, right? So maybe 
maybe Justin could get the biggest payday of his life in the meantime. I am so sorry, Michael, but it looks like Connor has a new focus, at least based on his tweets. Or, I'm sorry, zeets? Exeets? Anyway, I know Connor's attention can be fleeting, and I know Gaethje McGregor makes little to no sense in terms of the title picture, but in every other way, it makes the most sense. I say book it. It's a fun fight. It would do a bajillion buys, and everybody would have a good time. And if Connor wins, you know the UFC would be putting him in a title fight next, so on their end, it makes sense too. My guess is Dana is going to be doing everything he can to make that happen. Now, as much as I loved the win for Gaethje, though, and what it does for his violent legacy, to me, the most perfect moment of his career, I hated seeing the diamond get it like that. The dude is impossible to dislike as a fighter and to me as a person, and so it's always tough seeing somebody you like that much just get blasted like that. Maybe at this point in life, he's only got one foot in the fight game door. And honestly, who could blame the dude? That said, I really don't know what we do with him next. Dustin is at a crossroads, and what he decides to do is of course up to him. I'll gladly watch him fight some more, but the title is looking like a distant thought, and with a great life at home and succeeding in business outside the cage, why keep taking the punishment, you know? Did Alex win that fight last night? I wasn't too sure, honestly, about the decision. I had it for Jan, but I do know one thing. I'm glad it was not for the title because it did not feel at all like a light heavyweight title fight. It just wasn't on the level we've been seeing from Yuri or Hill. Not to say that either man couldn't. I do think they're both championship caliber. They just didn't show much of that in their fight. I don't know. Maybe we should stop doing bouts a mile into the sky. Like Salt Lake, no shade at all. Seriously, you guys were a great crowd. You deserve to have big events come your way, but not everyone that deserves something gets it. And I can't have the fact that you are cloud people fucking up any more events. I am just kidding, of course. Actually, no, I'm not. And I know you can argue that fighters are supposed to be acclimated to the climate that they go fight in. There were certainly plenty of fighters that had all kinds of fuel left in the tank last night, but Blahovich gassed badly and Pereira wasn't able to do much with it either, especially in that third round. Certainly going to be a lukewarm announcement when he inevitably gets a title opportunity in the near future, but with the best of the division out, it all kind of feels a bit lackluster, right? That said, Alex and Yuri would get people hyped big time, so we'll see. Just when you think that the best Derek Lewis moments are behind us, he goes and KOs a dude in half a minute, then throws crotch chops with his pants off, gives the fans his gloves, and cuts another all-time classic post-fight interview. He needed that win so badly, and it felt so great seeing him get it. We all love Derek and want to see him succeed. Maybe six-pack Lewis is a new mythical fighter. I suspect he'll be re-signed by the UFC, but if not, we have to make that fight with Nganu right. Jake Paul, don't let us down. Bobby Green had an all-time night, just looked so clean and sharp with the striking. He was really on his game. Despite all the miles, the guy clearly still has some in the tank. That said, as a massive fan of Tony Ferguson since forever now, truly, he is one of my favorites, and I know all of yours too. I hope he retires. He's a legend. We all love him. He has nothing left to prove, and damage adds up. I think fans will want to see him happy and healthy at UFC's 50th anniversary, like he is now at their 30th. If he does retire anytime in the near future, they need to honor him just like they did Lawler at the closest event to him deciding to do it. If anyone deserves that send-off, it is Tony. All right, let's wrap up this 291 autopsy, shall we? It wasn't a night of huge stakes, if we're being honest. BMF is just a little bit of fun. Light Heavyweight is in shambles right now, so that fight, especially how it turned out, didn't do much. But you know what? It was a fun night nonetheless. I would argue it was great, in fact. I had a blast for most of it, and it ended about as spectacularly as you could close a night out. I'll say it again, thank fuck for Justin Gaethje. Man, what a legend. Still some big fights up ahead this summer on the pay-per-view side of things, so I say on to the next one after a fun one. How did you guys feel about 291, though? Should we do Justin and Connor? Should they just shelve him until he gets his title shot? What do you want to do next with
with Tony Ferguson. Is light heavyweight ever going to get back on track? I want to know all your thoughts. Tell me all the things in the comments below. I do actually read all of them, at least for the first few days. So tell me anything you need to tell me. Guys, this is a huge moment because Max Randall, the legend himself, has finally returned after, I believe, three years of exploring the Himalayan mountains, searching for lost treasure. We love the guy here. He's an amazing editor. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please welcome him back with all the kind words and a follow on his socials. A massive thank you to our channel champions for helping make getting videos out this fast so possible. If you want to be part of the team, click on that little join button and get some cool exclusive stuff as well as potentially helping us decide on content. Thanks for watching everybody. Stay safe out there in that heat.